hey hey welcome back to black oak house reviews i'm your host christina we are back for another episode of westworld this is season one episode eight trace decay this episode was written by charles Yu, who is an author who worked on sorry please thank you and lisa joy who is married to jonathan nolan and is the co-creator of the show directed by stephen williams who is a jamaican canadian director who worked on lost and watchmen of 2019 i gave this episode a 10 out of 10 i really enjoyed this one the episode titled trace decay is a theory that states that forgetting occurs as a result of the automatic decay or fading of the memory trace it focuses on time and the limited duration of a short-term memory basically information our memories are less available retrievable information due to the passage of time but for hosts pulling a memory for them is perfect recollection down to the emotional recall thus another attribute to their design but a flaw for us there were some parts in this episode that were definitely beginning to explore the uh, quantum physics side of my brain but i had to tell myself no i'm not going down these rabbit holes <laughs> at least not today what i love is that they turned something that is so kind of enviable from the host perspective because i would love to have perfect memories of my favorite childhood memories but they are allowed to decay for a reason because there's so much information going into your brain that you need to be able to have certain aspects be a little bit less attainable be, to allow room for other information to be processed however you see this is a flaw in the host because it's a fucking nightmare as bernard himself is remembering killing Teresa against his will and he will have that memory forever when ford tells him to bring himself back online he's all like oh my god i can't believe i killed her Teresa." he's starting to cry ford rather coldly tells him that this array of motions that you're giving me right now it's a thing of beauty he's like i am a killer and he says oh my god and god replies no he had nothing to do with it that human one that people be worshiping i made you do it damn it feels good to be a gangster a real gangster ass nigga plays his cards right a real gangster ass nigga never runs his fucking mouth because real gangster ass niggas don't start fights he tells bernard you should be proud of these emotions as you were the author of many of them it turns out that when the hosts were first created they had the generic versions of emotions love hate but he wanted ford all the emotions in between the human engineers were not up to the task so he built bernard to capture that elusive thing called the human heart bernard wants to know why ford made him kill the woman he loved it's jealousy everybody's just deciding to be fucking jealous ford eloquently tells him because bitch got in my way and i asked her politely not to yet she didn't listen to me and we have work to do on this new narrative and i told you this last night but clearly you did not remember this bernard gets angry knocks down some chairs at ford saying i'm gonna haze this place to the ground and he says that'll do piggly that'll do and arnold too tried to take him down feeling the same way that arnold does and i'm gonna tell you bernard the same thing i told him 
control and says look bernard i do not need an emotionally damaged man i need my ride or die the person that can clean up the mess that he made getting rid of all evidence of any affair with Teresa. there is nothing that i want not a trace of her her curls around your bed sheets burn all the letters get rid of the security footage of you even walking next to her he said how would you like me to proceed he got him in line so quick any links that will connect us to her murder you also see if you have the right clearance that you can get rid of some security footage my man's turned into a csi and i loved it and then for exchange for cleaning up his mess he for will erase his entire affair and memories of Teresa, and you'll only remember her fondly as a co-worker and your anguish will be gone and you will be at peace but peace is a relative term for because we see with Maeve that she is stuck in a monotony now knowing the reality of her situation so of course that feels like torture because she's in this fake world being controlled a puppet on a string that has to be some type of cruel fate that you would think Arnold would hate for them to have had and yet on the other hand she still is able to access those memories that four believes are expelled once he takes them from them because they don't have the trace decay that humans do thus she is able to retrieve said memories in one minute she's in the mariposa and the next she is walking in a field with her daughter she's reading to her and she's also giving the new Clementine some serious uh, derision with her eyeballs. Now fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. That's what consciousness is though. It's a blessing and a curse. We're the only creatures in the entire species that know they're going to die. I really do think that's a fundamental understanding that our brain is able to process without falling down some very existential rabbit hole that everyone doesn't i mean people deal with it in different ways people drink some procreate some carpe diem and do crazy ass things like jumping off mountains how people deal with this is a defining characteristic of man itself it's what connects them to their ancestors to their dead it's something that has been going around since those olden times where we did not use as much as our our brain than we do now it is quite the thing to cope with and it's rather understated because no one wants to actually talk about it she asked sylvester and felix what is happening to her as one minute she is in sweetwater and the next she is in the memory of her previous life with her daughter and it's really hard to differentiate one from the other sylvester thinks it's because she fucked with her brain but felix knows it's because she can recall things perfectly whereas humans cannot our memories are hazy over time you actually relive them now if you want to get all you know spiritual with it you know the if you believe in past lives or if you could or 
if the concept of past lives appeals to you whether you believe it or not um there's this idea that there is something that isn't allowing you to retrieve those memories because it would cause dissonance in your current life thus it's not to say you haven't lived many lives it's just that you're never going to be able to retrace or recall those memories and that's what allows you not to actually go insane food for thought if you ever like to go down these roads uh, she then asked what happened to her daughter why was she assigned in the first place but then she says no when felix begins to search for those answers because every relationship like her daughter like clem are meant to keep her there in the park and she is getting out felix is concerned about her getting out because she is still a baby in the world despite her age and overall intelligence she knows absolutely jack all about what is the real world neither do we the audience but she just wants to be free not a puppet on a string and i hear that every whole spine we learn has a detonator on c6 that will explode if they even think about leaving the park and will need a full reboot to replace that particular vertebrae which she says she can arrange felix is like well you still can't do it by yourself you would need an army to get out of here and she's like you know what you're right i'm gonna need some allies which means i'm gonna need admin privileges and sylvester's like what the fuck we can't give her control over other hosts and she says oh yes you will darling it's time to write my own fucking story i want to break free sylvester though you could at least try to be coy with your plans of i'm not down with it <laughs> anything other than continuously putting it out there that you will fuck her over the first chance you get but she already knows that about you dolores and william are close to home she says and stumble upon a man who is almost dead he's a confederado we learn that the ambush was set up by logan who gave their location away on the train so william does not want to help this dude whatsoever but dolores does want to help him because he is a child but william does not care and when she returns he dies but he was watching him suffering and enjoying it and that's kind of weird especially when she says he's in pain what kind of people would we be if we let him suffer like he could have quite frankly since he knows it will be take it back and it doesn't need to suffer put it out of his misery that's the kindest thing to do or really try to offer some assistance he didn't try to do either he just watched him suffer and let him die and was like oh he's gone too bad so sad now i know this was a surprise for shy and mimi because Teresa's body is found by qa at the same ravine as the woodcutter man ford don't play looking like he's 95 with alzheimer's no he over there playing chess while y'all playing poker he has set this whole woman up to fall for everything that's actually true though camera 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 chameleon you come and go you come and go love it would be easy if your colors were like my dream she was behind the corporate espionage so yeah you got busted <laughs> with the same evidence that you tried to put in one of his hosts then charlotte gonna be like oh you know what she was loyal and careful this feels so unlike her i've only ford and ford's like yeah that's why i checked that code you know 
the one where it was all types of sloppy that you very sloppily put her up to doing yeah i know about that shit i've been new about that shit motherfucker i write codes for a living why did you not think i would find this shit this is why i am a chess player and you are a checkers player matter of fact you're not even checkers player you over there playing sorry because you're looking sorry as shit when you gotta apologize to bernard and reinstate him because you know you looking like a whole ass clown and she gonna say how efficient of you quite frankly though if you did think about it she was sloppy and desperate and that's what she get and she better be glad her ass didn't join Teresa down there by that ravine sylvester tells them brass is holding an investigation about an accident in the park he's telling Maeve and felix and requests the tablet back but she hands it to felix and tells him she's learned everything that she needs to the changes that need to be made are quite sophisticated sylvester knows that those changes need to be made to her core code and that she needs a trip up to behavior so she can go blackmail some behavior texts and not be their problem anymore she says you know you're right parts of me are old i have an elegant recursive beauty so she is an old host in case you are wondering uh, it's very much confirmed in the flashback we got in this episode too but if that was a question mark if she's one of the original hosts she is but she also has complex parts like two minds arguing with each other and then she says who is arnold i don't know sweetheart <laughs> you need to stop saying sweetheart but sylvester tells her look whatever you were designed to do that shit needs to stay dormant we can boost your sense of humor about how fucked you are but that's about it and then she tells felix i will write down the instructions i believe that you can do it she basically stroking his ego and then she says sylvester i'll be someone else's problem sylvester walks out has a conversation with felix that for some reason he thought she was not going to be able to decipher through that glass window but he suggests once we get her upstairs we shut her down we'll brick her and then we can claim she came in that way and then let the other techs deal with the problem felix is like she's alive that's fucked up and he's like no she ain't you got us in this situation i'm getting us out of the situation the man in black and teddy he really can't stop the man in black that is just throw in the fact that hosts are in a rigged game and they face every chance that he possibly can get he just wants to be despised by everyone in the face of this world (laughs) and then teddy has a flashback of him calling him a loser they come upon death and dismemberment and he's like oh this this feels like uh something promising and a very pretty blonde named angela who was the greeter from what the second episode man in black comments that he thought she was retired and actually oigles her which is disgusting until he hears a twig snap and then they are attacked by a monster man before teddy kills it and then recalls that man in black had did something to dolores and knocks him out because he's got questions man sylvester and felix take mave up to behavior they even change into their behavior tech coats uh to set up felix for the task 
she then wishes sylvester good luck when she is shut down and then she just shuts down staring at him and he's like let's brick this bitch <laughs> why do you keep saying that? i've never heard that term in my life they both fighting for felix's allegiance and he actually thought he was gonna win charlotte finds her next patsy and lee sizemore doing busy work now that Teresa is dead I laugh when Sylvester was dragging Felix like I get it I know you're sorry you and her had some interspecies simpatico but she's a host man she's not real and tells Felix he owes him a thank you but then Maeve sits up and says thank you and he's like Jesus fucking Christ <laughs> I think Sylvester definitely wins best uh fuck boy face <laughs> he just has it and him just saying the funniest combination of curse words and then she tells him like hold on first and foremost even at a 14 you were never any match for me secondly felix has some humanity you ass he couldn't just snuff out a life just like that but he's been tinkering with my core code you want to see what i can do and then slices his neck he been talking shit talking shit talking shit he needed to learn his place he needed to get a punishment to understand who's the boss around here and she made her point she watched him bleed out a little bit then kind of came back to her senses yes yeah, she said we may need him that's probably true but i don't believe that mave is a killer she wanted to teach him a lesson like you were so casually about to kill me how does it feel if i were to do the same thing to you but then she shows mercy and allows him to be cauterized by that future ass tech and then tells him now it's time to recruit her army question who cleaning up that blood we then get some amy winehouse back to black on the piano that's my song Maeve goes into work waiting for Hector and his crew to arrive when the bartender tells her her bill is higher than a thief's pulse in church and she voice commands him into giving her a round for free. She all but ignores the new Clem and has another memory of her daughter running into the home grabbing a shotgun when in walks Freddy Krueger who stabs her in the stomach with his big ass knife notice she made sure that her folks were out of harm's way when hector's heist came into town she made sure the girls took the guys upstairs she also made sure the bartender was in the back she goes outside to help hector and armistice in their robbery making sure that the sheriff uh, sees them as god-fearing citizens and he walks away but armistice shoots him in the back anyway like yeah um you still need to die she then makes sure that the make sure that the other lawmen do not come for them and so he is indebted to her as he gets away with his safe ford is still talking about his new narrative to bernard because that's all on his mind right now thanking bernard like the man had a choice bernard asks about Hale, and he ain't even concerned with that heifer like oh she's there Bernard notices Ford is troubled and he says ever the student of human nature since Bernard is uniquely positioned as the machine coder and the self-aware machine wonders what he's feeling at this moment 
and he says look i comprehend bernard that is that i am what i am i'm made of what i'm made of what i don't understand is these things that i'm feeling and why i'm feeling them and if they're real i had a wife i had a kid i still feel those things and he says yeah that's your backstory every host needs a backstory like humans the hosts need a beginning he says that his suffering is imagined and that he is like life not alive but bernard asks what's the difference between your pain and mine between me and you because all pain is in the brain thus it's all imagined and you are trying to say i'm not alive but it kind of feels like i'm alive and he says this is what drove arnold mad this consuming guilt that he had and that ford thought the answer was obvious there is no threshold no infliction point in which consciousness can be or being alive can be measured consciousness can't be defined as it doesn't really exist humans are like the hosts living in loops seldom questioning our choices yup content to be told for the most part what to do and that is very accurate about us as a species a lot of us don't like to think because it requires a certain level of energy and it opens your mind to a whole bunch of anxieties a lot of people just don't want to impend their enjoyment or their understanding of life thus they stick very closely to what their parents have taught them and that's why you get those second generations after the point of all this racism that we got going on like how possibly can you not go out in the world and see the difference it's because their default is to be lazy in that aspect of their their uh troubleshooting their conscious awareness of anything outside their own selfish being then it manifests into tribalism and then there we go uh explains a lot of what humans are doing all over the world today what's interesting is ford has rather basically assaulted his guilt by saying i can take those memories away from you you don't have to be burdened with consciousness humans have to and that's why you're lifelike because you don't have to be burdened with these memories with this truth of your own existence is tranquil because you're not bothered or burdened by these things and it's a choice though that you really don't get to make because as you see with Maeve there's always the possibility that you can't get or they could recall or retrieve that type of data maybe Ford doesn't understand that that is a possibility that can happen and it did drive arnold mad because he did believe that it would happen versus ford being like no i can just erase these memories and you'll be at peace once again but we see mave that's not the case i mean knowingly doing that you're a monster unknowingly doing that you think that you're providing a type of salvation for a species of humanity that you created but you're trying to protect what is Ford doing i'm gonna leave that up to the audience of shy and mimi because i have the answers already but i think these are very interesting questions to ponder bernard asks if you've hurt anyone or if you ask me to hurt anyone else and he says no bernard and we see him choking the ever living life out of elsie why the fuck you lying why you always lying Oh my God, stop.
stop fucking lying. Dolores leads William home that looks a lot like the place that that massacre Wyatt was at and we see that that's exactly what this place is and yep there's Angela and now she's back in her blue dress we see Maeve dancing so that confirms she is an original one so is Armistice so is Angela and that there are behavior texts there in white guiding them so this seems to have been what a training camp there's a church then we see lawrence's daughter and then some gunshots after she asked dolores did you find what you were looking for then we see dolores put a gun to her head or she watches herself put a gun to her head and then she's back with william who yanks the gun out of her head and tells her what the fuck are you doing he thinks that she's spazzing being away from sweetwater and wants to take her back but she says no arnold wants me to be here he says whoever arnold is i'm here now and then it's dark and they are walking back and she's like i was sure that was the place then they run into logan with his damn king's hand pendant talking about billy i've been looking for you for days you two are fucked here's johnny down in cold storage of all the hosts that hell and lee well hell more specifically chooses she goes for one peter abernathy to be the data bank for the 35 years of data being uploaded to him since no actual memory stick can do it she tasks lee with giving him a personality and making sure that he gets on the train she don't know about the bombs in the back i would think she'd know about the bombs in the back but then she clearly didn't think that her little sloppy experiment was going to be uncovered Stubbs offers condolences to bernard when he sees him in the hallway and welcomes him back saying you know it was kind of harsh firing you i didn't think that was worth it however i know you were discreet with Teresa, and if you want to take a personal day i get it and he's like what you talking about i barely knew that girl and then he asks about elsie like i left her a message she ain't called me back well she must be enjoying her vacay man in black is tied up and he witnesses angela and teddy talking about wyatt and how wyatt is whispering that the world belongs to him and this is something that teddy remembers he puts some coins and a cloth and starts to punch uh man in black saying you know what i don't know who the fuck you are but i know you hurt dolores and i remember that and he's all like oh you remember that's good because you a glorified pimp every time she drops that can she uh, has it being picked up by people like me and i'm like oh so it's his fault that you want to go molest a girl because she dropped a can that don't make no sense then he asked teddy do you want to know who i really am and i wanted teddy to say someone who monologues to themselves too much but he did not say that and he starts to call himself a god let me tell you something any man that refers to himself as a god has lost touch re- with reality in some aspect they think they are above the human level understanding but in this show it's kind of bragging on a different level because here you are talking about how you a titan of industry a philanthropist a billionaire like people worship me outside these walls however you come in to this part like you didn't create shit you come into a park whereas ford 
an actual God has created life and he himself is trying to unlock because this is his last chance because he's running out of time apparently to figure out this last piece of the puzzle because Arnold was Ford's enemy and thus I need to figure out his part of the game because it cuts deep this is what happens to narcissism on the level in which someone like the man in black would be would be dealing with right because if everything in his world is conquered he's been catered to he gets whatever he wants and yet he wants to be in this park where he can be himself which is a batshit crazy villain despite the fact that he calls himself a hero because he gets to be up against other villains just a megalomaniac going on in his psyche is on a whole nother type of uh trump level that i really want to punch him in the face every time i see him but how much does he actually know arnold only that he was ford's partner and that they had a difference of opinion and that's what he's based his entire journey on that in itself tells you everything you need to know (laughs) and then he follows up it up with a story that also probably explains why he is mentally deteriorating last year his wife committed suicide in the bath and at the funeral his daughter told him it was his fault despite him being nothing like the man he is in here and the fact that you feel that you need to separate the two and say oh i was never like this out there that tells you you're aware that the person you are in here is not okay that's a conscious decision despite your desire to act as if this is just a game last year he wanted to prove to his dead wife and his daughter you know a point i guess to see what he was really truly capable of so he decided not to join one of ford's narratives he wanted to see if he could do something evil and he found a homesteader and her daughter he decided to chase them he killed the mother and then turned around and shot Maeve's daughter in front of her you're fucking a white male you're a white man i do not care how much you tell me a child is fake this man is a monster (laughs) i don't know why there's such a debate in the fandom mostly because they're white men just what it is white men who can't possibly see what's possibly wrong with this like what do you mean he'll like they're they're fake they have fake parts they'll come back i don't give a shit if you can fuck it and you think it's okay and it feels real to you and it's so real that you keep coming back what is it i don't know why you can separate that in your psyche because you fucked up and you're trying to justify something that doesn't have a justification this was horrendous this you cannot separate from me that this was something that a normal healthy human being would do ever then upon seeing that he killed the daughter and he's being called a animal he says well animal would have felt something i didn't feel anything Maeve stands up and doesn't die and instead takes out his knife and strikes at him with it and that left that lasting scar that's what he was showing i know it was dark it was hard to see uh but that's something host can't do and then in the flashback you also see that she drew blood something the host can't do and then she took her child carried her child outside and he said 
he witnessed something remarkable that she was alive truly alive if only for a few seconds and then she ends up falling out in the middle of the maze symbol and he says that's when the maze revealed itself to her and arnold's game you can get cut like i can unlock all y'all's abilities to be able to kill and then i can create anarchy in the park in which i can have real stakes however i do not actually think that you are real just tame i'm michael jordan stop it get some help while this is being recounted Maeve is actually reliving the experience in town when she tries to leave the mariposa to go find hector clementine gives chase when she tries to leave because she can't she's not supposed to and she gets her throat slit for her troubles by felicia this attracts the attention of qa and they send the team to retract her but she causes a distraction in town with some voice commands that give her cover as she runs home when she gets home she recalls the aftermath of losing her daughter she's brought into qa she's screaming emotionally wrecked that her baby is dead ford and bernard come in to assess the situation her cognition is fragmented they're not able to shut her down she's not responding to voice commands and ford uses one of arnold's tunes to calm her he says that he will take the pain away from her i was crying when i first saw this scene because tandy's acting was killing it out of the park i felt so horrible for this to have happened to her and then ford says i'll take that pain from you and you can start a new and a new narrative this is what happened before she became madam she begs him not to take this pain as it is all she has left of her we've heard that line before what comes first the chicken or the egg while bernard smiles encouragement as her memory is being erased she decides to kill herself with a pair of scissors to the juggler instead of having that memory taken from her that's some powerful ass recognition of a situation and a profound one for Maeve because like damn <laughs> she ascended right there and then QA come in to retrieve her and she kind of fake shuts down I believe then we end the episode with the man in black and Teddy and Angela he tries to shoot the man in black and he encourages it but he's like yeah I thought so ain't time to go to the next level yet and then angela stabs teddy with an arrow and says it's okay theodore you're not ready yet but wyatt will need you soon and that's how we end the episode i think this episode gave a lot of insight into the next two coming up i think it's starting to push us to that conclusion we're getting more answers we're getting more philosophical questions it's all coming together and i cannot wait for these next two because they're some mind fucks let's go ahead and jump into the feedback What up, Christina? It's Mimi sending in feedback for Westworld episode eight of season one. <sighs> this show, I swear, I <laughs> I do feel like 
things are like coming together and falling apart all at the same time like I think I get it and then something will happen and I'm like I have no idea um what just happened or where this came from um so I mean per usual I am confused um and I have theories that are probably wrong but I'm gonna go ahead and go with it I did like this episode um first I guess first thing um I'm gonna leave I'm gonna say the best for last we're gonna talk about Maeve last um but I like I remember a while I I think it was a couple weeks ago maybe two or three podcasts ago and I was saying you know Elsie she dead and I was like you know you can hide a dead body you can get away with murder if you're higher up and I just I would just like to point out that um I was right about that I was wrong in saying that um Ford was making a new Teresa because we saw him building something it looked like he was building a person in the background after Bernard I don't know how I don't like she he busted her head open I don't know how he killed Teresa but I thought he was just gonna replace her with like a host but no he uh made it look like she fell off a cliff which is probably what he did with Arnold now it didn't I mean maybe it's possible I missed the actual dialogue or it went over my head but it didn't sound like he um it didn't sound like he killed or he uh admitted to killing Arnold but it's starting to seem pretty likely because he keeps saying things like oh someone else tried to stop me or you know you sound like Arnold Arnold felt the same way so it's clear that he's a monster and he's void of emotion I mean maybe he could turn his on and off too shoot at this point I'm not I don't know um and poor Bernard (laughs) he really oh my goodness I just feel so bad for him because it sucks you know that you know he knows he's a host but he has these emotions and I just I'm I'm just confused on how like did Ford make make him that way or he just turned out that way it's just it's crazy to me the way Ford is just so nonchalant about everything that he's doing like he has no respect like I don't know if he's just been in this park for so long that human life doesn't mean anything to him because I feel like you have to be a certain person to look at these things that look exactly like humans feel exactly like humans and they don't and you just you know don't feel anything I can't I find it hard to believe that if you kill a host that you wouldn't feel like it's fine to kill a human and not saying that it would you wouldn't hesitate but I mean the prime example is the the man in black like he literally said he went in pursuit of Maeve you know like a you know a homestead person with a child you know to make it so that like these aren't criminals these aren't you know people that are like plumbing a village or people that aren't bad or you know people in a shady area where shady stuff happens to these people are literally minding their own business and he went to go murder them to see if he felt anything like that's crazy and it's crazy that the man's wife who he never laid a finger on or anything like that 
could just see who he was. And it was the reason he probably never harmed his wife and his daughter was because he had this outlet called Westworld where he could murder people there. Like she clearly saw what he was from jump. And that's just absolutely crazy to me that this world even exists and people like Ford and the man in black are so far removed from human emotion that they don't see anything wrong with what they're doing and maybe I'm wrong maybe Ford does see something wrong maybe he has like this outlook on life where he feels like he's doing something extremely important so you know the end result justifies what he you know what he has to do to get there and I don't try I'm not trying to think too hard on what Ford is doing because honestly everything about him is freaking confusing because you think you know you know what he's trying to do and then it doesn't doesn't make any sense to me so I really honestly don't know I don't know what to say about him because (laughs) he is a mystery to me um I do feel like though the the less famous Hemsworth brother whatever that that character's name is um he knew that him and Teresa were in an intimate relationship and now Bernard is saying you know I barely knew her like it seems like he's lying and that's all it's gonna come out to be but that's gonna trigger something and I feel like that's gonna turn into something unexpected because he's gonna be like why is he hiding this you know it's very suspicious um, and then maybe it'll look like it was a lover's quarrel and it turned into, you know, violence and he, you know, faked her. He he killed her and then made it look like it was an accident. I don't know if that's going to be the case, but, you know, it seems plausible. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is Teddy, because that storyline was pretty interesting. But um, the way he like had that memory flash where he remembered the men in black the man in black murdered Dolores I mean that that was interesting because he's been going through these motions for a long time and I don't know if giving him a backstory helps I'm not sure but it just seems as though um all of a sudden his like you know the thing that happened with Maeve is triggering and and Dolores is is happening in him um and you know he knocked him the hell out he didn't hurt like he didn't kill him and he couldn't kill him but he was able to punch him so that was exciting you know to see Teddy finally not well I guess in the end he did get killed but you know to see him punch someone instead of the one being punched and shot And for the record, I didn't trust that blonde girl, not one bit. I don't know what her name is, but when that damn huge ass monster man came out of the woods and attacked Teddy and the man in black, and she just sat there calmly in the background looking, I was like, now I'm not saying she should be a scared little pussy and started screaming, but she didn't make any kind of acknowledgement that that motherfucker was huge and terrifying. They shot him like six times and he just kept going like, I don't care how tough you are that shit should unnerve you at least at least enough to stand up and move backwards like she just was sitting there staring looking calm as hell I was like she up to something she guilty of something because nobody would see that and just be okay with it unless they knew it was there and they're in on it and they knew that person was not gonna hurt them and bam I was right 
I mean, I can't prove that, but I know it's true. <laughs> um, I oh, and I guess uh, Dolores, I'm she's becoming less and less interesting to me. Her and William, I did, however, was waiting for the moment when Logan's old fuckboy ass was gonna come back with the vengeance. So seeing him, maybe it'll get interesting again because I'm over the love story. I'm ready to, for either us to figure out what the fuck is wrong with Dolores or for us to um, be able to um see if she's gonna help us get to the maze i don't think it is her because like i said um a couple of podcast feedbacks ago that i was thinking that the whole time i was all focused on um dolores when i should have been focused on Maeve because she is the one that kept dying and she her memories were coming back and she was remembering more and she was maintaining her memory and dolores is clearly tweaking like and tweaking freaking hard like i don't know what's going on with her i do know that last scene when she was like i'm home it looked like the scene that we saw at the beginning when they first started making um the west world and they had the host and they were all learning at the beginning um that's what it looked like and we know dolores was the first one ever so she would have absolutely been there but then it was hard to understand what was happening like are you seeing the past or are you dreaming like what the hell is happening did you kill everybody did you self-destruct like what the hell i i didn't care enough to even like use my brain cells on it because it'd be confusing as hell anyway so um i'm ready for some shit to go down now that logan is there um he clearly been looking for william because he mad as hell <laughs> he got left but in uh william's defense logan deserved it um what else um i think that's all i have now let's get to Mae because oh this this woman i tell you lord have mercy she she is an amazing actress uh tani Tani New Newton, I think is how you how you've been saying it, Christina. I can't even tell you how many times her scenes had me busting up in tears when she was um, in that like you know like the room the, where you know where they can see everyone when they're like trying to like reconstruct people or doing like a like a sweep or whatever. I don't know what those little cells are called, but when she was in there after the man in black killed her daughter and she was like screaming and she was like distraught and just dis- like devastated because her daughter was dead that shit ripped my soul apart when um Maeve was screaming carrying out her daughter like she act oh tiny acted her ass off i think that's how you pronounce it tiny it's pr- it got an h in it but i don't know if you say it like that anyway it was too much like i was a blubbering ass mess watching this damn episode everything every time Maeve was on screen she just stole the show like i cannot believe she didn't win something from from season one because if she won something from two i can't even imagine how much better she got because her scenes were phenomenal all of them um i it wrecked me like i don't even know how else to say um and then when we saw her power when she was able to like 
use her words to dictate the storyline i was like wait when did she get that like i i am so here for this and when she like like quickly like stabbed um sylvester in the jugular (laughs) i was like oh my god like I don't know how this is going to work out for, for Maeve and I don't know how Felix is going to get out of this, but I'm not mad. Like I wasn't. And then he used that thing to cauterize it. I was like, oh shit, that's pretty nifty. I mean, did it cauterize it all the way to the actual artery? Cause that's pretty impressive and you should come in handy. Um, it sucks to be Sylvester, but I mean, Maeve threatened his life several times and I think he was trying to call her bluff and she was like bitch you thought so i mean when somebody when a host tell you that they gonna kill you you should listen because the fact that they could even threaten you should have been a sign that some shit is changed okay <laughs> before they wouldn't have done that so it was really his fault if you think about it not Maze, because he knew the business he knew what was up her whole storyline is fascinating to me like i don't even know where she would go like we have no idea like we don't know what year it is outside in the real world we don't even know if there is a real like this could all be a virtual reality world and we could be in the matrix for all the fucks we know you know we don't know what is happening outside like it might be pretty shitty out there and that's why people are spending forty seven thousand dollars a day to be in westworld because the real world sucks um i don't know so I don't know where she like if her being outside in the real world is better um we don't even know how far Westworld in all of its creation is from actual civilization like once she leaves the actual Westworld desert place okay and then she goes to the facility how far from the facility will she actually get have to go to get around people these are all questions i don't know and i don't think we've gotten the answer to but um i'm hoping we do get the answer to you said we'll have better answers we'll have the answers to everything in 10 i find that hard to believe i feel like they're gonna give us some and take that shit away only time will tell we only got what nine ten so two episodes left to where i get some answers and i'm sure the answers i get aren't gonna be the answers that i want or even suspect but i'm here for it oh one last thing is tessa thompson's character i don't know why i can't remember her name so she's using the guy who used to tell the stories and dolores's dad to sneak information off of westworld she's she's trying to finish what Teresa started is what that sounds like i'm sure i'll get more clarification on that when i listen to your podcast but I'm just want to make sure I'm trying to I'm just trying to understand everything right so that I can follow along as best as possible because I mean you know I be off a lot um I think that's all I have um I just I can't stress enough how phenomenal Tani Newton's scenes were like I knew she was a good actress but like this shit is next level like for real I she is just amazing and i love her and i can't even (laughs) mave is my favorite character and i know from you know you randomly bringing it up throughout this entire 
experience with you that season three Maeve is gonna get sidelined and it's gonna suck and I I just can't understand how or why they would do that but I also don't know where the storyline is gonna go so maybe it's plausible I'm not sure but I do hate when they do that to black characters but I've honestly gotten used to it they usually don't get an ending or the ending sucks or it's mediocre and thrown together compared to their white counterparts especially white males um so <sighs> I guess we'll talk about that when we get there so um I will end it here can't wait to hear your thoughts and hear what Shia has to say so until next time love peace hair grease black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out that was queen mimi with her thoughts on the episode so going backwards to forwards Maeve, of course she is i mean i've already told you how much i love her character but yeah and i think and you brought up some season three shit <laughs> that maybe shy didn't know about but you'll find out soon enough and it's not that she was completely regulated to the back of the bus but she she didn't get the same attention to story as she definitely gets in these first few seasons um i'm not sure what was going on there uh because the actresses um evan rachel wood and tandy tandy newton are actually equal pay actresses so there's that but evan rachel wood is the lead actress in this show and tandy newton is the supporting actress in this show so there is that but i think that it was just i have a lot of issues with season three that's just one of them but Maeve is a fan favorite character and i will say uh they heard it <laughs> they heard everyone's complaints about Maeve and the sort of things like my mom's blowing me up because she thinks i'm about to really just jump it and do her taxes because i feel like it. it no if you have someone else doing your shit guess what you wait you wait for as long as they need you or want you to wait if you do not then you're free to do whatever the fuck you want and go sit at a damn computer or at a library or whatever and do your damn taxes i was in no rush to do them and so she thinks she's just gonna keep blowing me up and that's gonna make me do nothing i'm turning off my damn phone then she's gonna call my mama or call my sister no my daughter shit now i'm talking <laughs> now i am turning my mother to have amnesia don't know who i live with anymore but oh that's so infuriating to me and i have her stuff up i'm gonna do it tonight but it's part it's basically i'm gonna do it when i feel like doing it if you don't like that then i suggest you go take that piece of paper somewhere else don't call me because i'm not in the mood to be talking to you right now and i know it's about her taxes she ain't calling because she wants something from me she ain't calling because she's seeing how i'm doing none of that she wants something and that's when my, my mother i don't be fucking with her when i'm in a mood and i'm in a mood um right now because i just am because she's been doing it all weekend she called me saturday she's like so we gonna do it you gonna do my dad yeah i said i was gonna do it did i do it no i said if i get to it too i said i will try to do it today but if i hadn't done it and i haven't called you and told you i've done it then you know i haven't done your taxes and you try to blow me up <sighs> i just i hate taxes i stop and i think this is gonna be the last year i do them i think i'm just gonna have to put my foot down and point blank say you know what you're gonna have to find someone else to do them or you're gonna have to do them yourself 
I'm not doing taxes anymore. And I know she's going to be hurt by it. She's going to be like, oh, that's rude. That's me. How you, all the things I do for you. I already know what's coming up the pipeline because she does give me right. And I don't mind doing things for her. It's just she always feels things need to be done when she wants to do it. And you don't work. I do. <laughs> that is a huge difference when people talk about how they got their energy and this, that. And I'm like, well, that's great when you don't have a fucking job or anything you got to worry about in life right now. If I was sitting being high all damn day, then yes, I would have a lot of free spiritual energy to give around. But I don't have that. So please, Jesus, anyhow. <laughs> and I know she texted my sister too. I know she texted her. She texted her and said, uh, have you heard from Christina? Christina just texted me. <laughs> then she probably blew like, oh, so she really is ignoring my calls. Yes. Yes, I am. And I want you to know it. I got very distracted. Let me go back to Babe. <laughs> um, with Felix, yes, he did call her bluff or Sylvester. She called his bluff. And and yeah, you're right. She had to establish some dominance. Like you keep on talking about killing me, destroying me, acting like I don't have feelings or emotions, you know, being derisive, calling me sweetheart. All of this shit you doing, yes, you your come up ins is exactly what your comeuppance was and that I let you live is because I'm a good person and that's what she was trying to teach him in that moment a good person would not take somebody else's life if you believe that they're living and he the, all the conversations at this point he shouldn't be going oh she's just a host clearly something else is going on here she ain't just a host then going backwards um once again to Elsie is she dead we still don't got a body there's some people out there that believe no body no daddy uh Ford is an enigma I will give you that that's all I could say about that did for Carol Arnold mildly interesting but he is trying to accomplish something because he says uh what did that line he give Bernard like when he said why didn't you kill Teresa and he's like um one person is a worthy sacrifice for the knowledge I seek in the dominion. I plan to some shit that sounded very uh, godlike. So he definitely has something in mind. And Stubbs is the other Hemsworth brother. That's not quite popular Hemsworth brother. And then before you write Dolores off, uh, she was, and I think you pointed out, the first and there were a lot of clues in this episode about what's happening with Dolores. So uh, if you had tuned out, you might have not gotten the clues. But I would not write her off at all. And that's all I'll say about that. I guess that's all I can say about your feedback. So let's hear what Shy has to say. Hey, Christina. It's me, Shy. I am here to give my feedback for... Westworld, yes. <laughs> I drew a blank for a minute. Westworld episode eight. Yeah. Um a little tired. I don't know. I mean I just had all this time off. And now that it's time to go back to work, I'm feeling it. I think I'm just it's a mental thing. Um, because I did get plenty of rest. Anywho, um, yeah, I like I, I like how you uh <laughs> I like how you're telling us to get our feedback in 
per your calendar, but <laughs> you're like, uh, I'll get to it when I get to it. Really? 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 Anyways, <laughs> as for this episode, um, per usual, I feel like I'm repeating myself now <laughs> in these recent episodes. When I say there's a tad bit of confusion on my part, um, you know, as to what's, I mean, I know what's, I, I mean, I'm understanding a little bit more what's happening, but at the same time, yeah, I'm scratching my head, like, where are we going with this? Um, for instance, the Bernard situation, and I'm holding on to my theory that, um, especially after what happened to Teresa, and did, was that Elsie? That Did Bernard kill Elsie as well? I mean, it was hard. It went by quick, and I didn't go back um, when he had that flashback. Bernard had that flashback. But, because I'm like, wasn't he on the phone with her? No, he wasn't on the, He was, no. Well, I thought, no, he wasn't on the phone with her. Uh, well, he was when she was going down the elevator, but then she wasn't, he, she was, no. Okay, so he went in after her, but I, anyway, I could have sworn he was, nowhere near there but then again they're all it's not far you know they're in the same vicinity um so to speak so he must have went down there after she called him to kill her so he's killed Teresa and Elsie and oh back to what I'm saying I I I mean I'm thinking he killed Arnold. I don't know. Bernard killed Arnold. When I say he, I mean uh, Ford. Um, he had Arnold killed because it's, I'm sorry, but the things he was saying to Bernard in this one, um, just you know how Arnold was thinking along those lines when he was talking about consciousness and all that good stuff. So um, yeah, I'm thinking that he had Arnold killed. Uh, maybe by a host. I mean, it looks like he, I don't, again, I don't know if it was Bernard or not, because I don't know if Bernard existed back in that time, but um, I would say not, because wouldn't they have, have recognized, you know, like, hey, Bernard, you've been around for 30 years, and you don't look a day older than you did when you started. So, um, yeah, so I'm thinking it was a different host that he had kill him. Um but yeah, that was interesting that he called himself wiping Bernard's memories, but he remembers he did have that flashback of killing. If that was Elsie, then Elsie, then if it wasn't, then some woman. Um, and that Ford lied to him about it. Cause like, why would you lie to him about it if he doesn't? remember you know what I mean like you're about to erase his memory anyway so why lie about the fact that you tell him to kill so I found that very interesting like maybe Ford doesn't know or he's not sure if what he's retaining or what he's not retaining or or I don't know I don't know unsure is the right word but he's questioning it or he wants to make sure just in case I don't know, but I just thought it was weird that he felt the need to lie to Bernard about that. 
when we know it's not true. Um, all right, then we have Maeve and her story, and I and I was so disappointed. I mean, I saw obviously I knew it happened, but it was just like just the coldness of it, you know, the new Clementine. I hope I'm saying her name right. And they again, the hosts aren't supposed to remember, so to them. She was always Clementine, but it, I don't know, for the audience, at least for me, it was like, oh, dang. I mean, they just replaced poor Clementine. I like that actress that was playing her. So it's going to take some getting used to, depending on how much of this we see, this narrative we see. It's going to take some getting used to this new Clementine, because I'm like, mm, I'm not feeling her. So... But yeah, of course, you know, we have Maeve, you know, continuing to understand what's happening, learning, adapt, evolving, adapting. And I found it very interesting that she slit Sylvester's throat. I really thought that dude was a goner. I mean, I don't know if anybody else thought that, but I'm like, I I figured she, I mean, I thought she was going to kill him. And, and in, in essence, she did almost kill him but i'm like i know i thought she was like gonna straight up murder him like he ain't coming back but then she told felix to save him um so i guess that was a warning shot (laughs) so to speak so that will be interesting you know i'm sure sylvester will fall in line after that because i knew she i knew she knew what was going on like "Mm, now she knows exactly what she's evolving she's smart She's very intelligent, and she's a um, she's a survivor. So yeah, she ain't she she was onto Sylvester from jump. So I don't even know why that dude was playing like that. Like he, oh you know, I guess he is obnoxious and thinks he knows everything and thinks he's smarter than them. So he wouldn't think any different in that moment. So um, yeah. So we're seeing a lot of the older models. Um, the ones that apparently were built by Arnold, they're starting to evolve and retain. Like even Teddy is remembering. Um, has, he's having flashbacks of previous editions of his life. Um, so that was interesting because that was definitely not happening before. And I wonder if because he wasn't doing that until Ford, him and Ford had that interaction. And now all of a sudden he's glitching. So I wonder if Ford did something to him or encoded him with something that's starting a glitch of some sort. Or Arnold put in some fail safe that's starting to come to fruition 30 years later. Because we're hearing a whole lot about Arnold, um, you know, by the by Dolores. She brought him up again. Um, I forget somebody else brought him up aside from Ford. Someone else, like a host. I thought another host had brought him up. Oh yeah, um, the man in black brought him up. So yeah, there's um this maze, Wyatt. Maybe Arnold is Wyatt. Wyatt is Arnold. Maybe that's it. I don't know. I'm coming, you know, you know me. <laughs> I can't help myself, even though I tell myself not to do it. I'm gonna keep going down these rabbit holes and maybe one of them would be successful we see that um Stubbs is suspicious uh, I'm still trying to figure out like I mean 
I mean, his role in this is kind of like on the outskirts of things. So it would be nice to hear him talking to someone and getting his suspicions out there. Because um, he just seems like, just so I, so I guess so I can know, like, where is he at? Because <laughs> I, I don't think he's a host at this point. Um, so yes, I've been talked down from the ledge, you know, from last episode and thinking everybody is a host. I understand that's not the case. It's, it was just a reaction <laughs> to that episode. Um, but yes, I'm calm now. Um, I realized that. But I mean, I'm still gonna be suspicious. I obviously, I mean, I don't think everyone is a host, but I'm still gonna be second guessing people. Um, at the moment, I don't think Hale, Miss Hale, is a host. I don't think Stubbs is a host. And I'm still questioning Sizemore. I'm like, mm, I don't know. I, I'm, he's debatable. Um, but as far as Hale is concerned, you know, she did have that conversation with Sizemore with that host in the room. And as we've learned from previous episodes, yeah, Ford has eyes everywhere. So very curious about if he heard that, that little conversation they had. And then um, very surprised because I don't know. I don't know if it was you, probably was Mimi, was saying that. I don't know who was saying it. Well, maybe I was thinking it. it you know, I, my brain is working like that nowadays, <laughs> especially with this show, um, that they were going to replace that Teresa um the the real Teresa with a host Teresa so I'm surprised they didn't do that um instead they just came up with this whack story about her climbing something and falling to her death and I mean is it true I'm not sure I mean is she the one that planted that satellite thing in the wood chipper guy or yeah so, I mean, we know someone did. I'm just wondering if it was her. Um, I'm guessing it maybe was. I mean, that's what Elsie... Yeah, because Elsie was saying that it was Teresa that was sending out. But then I'm like, why would you kill Elsie, though? Because she was trying to... She was on your side. She was trying to expose Teresa. I don't know. That's confusing. So, that part unless it wasn't maybe she stumbled upon something besides what she was saying uh, again here I am just going down another rabbit hole trying to think of something um all right then we got the ending scene with uh man in black Teddy and that girl yeah she was acting kind of you know fishy the whole time so I'm like something's up with that girl I mean, I couldn't quite figure out why. I mean, she was just looking at them in an odd way. So that ending scene, I don't quite understand what's going on. Were those all the old hosts that are coming together? That's confusing. And I don't know, the Dolores Williams stuff, I wasn't, um, I don't know. That was confusing. Didn't quite get what was going on with that. She kept flashing to these scenes and... You know, one minute is there, one minute is not, and so she's glitching, and everyone's glitching. Everyone's having a glitch. So, um, obviously, this is all going to mean something, and what that means is something I don't know. 
so I, I wrote down because I actually took a couple of notes which I then I'm like why didn't I write down like who said it <laughs> so I think it was I think it was Ford that said humans have it like basically said humans have a tendency to repeat history um when he was talking about consciousness and um the difference between humanity and the host which is there's not much difference we that humans are followers just like the host and we live our lives in a loop kind of thing just like the host so um there's not too much of a difference which i thought he believed that there was a difference I'm just so confused. I thought it was Arnold that believed they were same, the same, and he believed that they were different. Okay, all right. I think I'm gonna stop here because I see myself spiraling out of control again um, in regards to my confusion, and I've said enough. I'm sure your podcast will enlighten me in some ways, and um, yeah. So I look forward to you debunking anything laughing at anything or you know just setting me straight (laughs) talking me off the ledge on some of this stuff and go from there so until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy that was queen shy with her thoughts on the episode y'all since i have been listening to hers for the last 12 minutes do you know my mom's called me three times I'm gonna shut my phone off. That's what I'm gonna do. Now she she gonna make me mad, and I ain't gonna do it tonight because she may be upset. <laughs> but on to your feedback, I will say, Shy, you're asking a lot of great questions. You're asking the questions. You don't have the answers to them yet, but you are of the right track mind. So give yourself a lot more credit because you're asking very relevant things. Um, kind of why would they kill Elsie why would they do that like starting to ask why starts to put some of the pieces together and I will say once again they were giving a lot this episode um so I was curious to see how much you guys may have picked up on it but uh like me on my first time because I'm not gonna act like I wasn't nothing but a confusion of stuff the first time I watched this show so when people try to pretend, oh, you can point this out, point no, you can't fucking point shit out. You know when they know. <laughs> because you don't, with the hindsight, you know what to kind of pay attention to. Uh, and some of the conversations that may feel a little irrelevant uh, do have a lot of deeper meaning to them. And I think that this show is playing with three different levels of storytelling. There's the really deep analytical, there's the surface level, and then there's kind of the mystery box in between and so depending on how you view shows you're probably in the one or two camp and you're probably you know giving some theories off to the third mystery box and and i think that's how it should be uh but yeah you had a lot of thoughts about arnold and what his philosophy was versus what ford's philosophy I think it's important to hear uh, Ford's philosophy in this and you were wondering the difference of what Arnold, well Arnold, he actually was, how do I put this? Ford seems to be like, well, what's the difference between you and me? Bernard asked him and he's like, well, not really much except for the fact that you get to have peace without the burden of consciousness. Whereas Arnold 
was very the opposite he was more like fuck humanity the host deserved the world <laughs> that's how i can sum up arnold's philosophy uh he he kind of got a disillusionment with life after whatever and he thought what they were going to be doing in the park was not ethical uh you two are second on the train of ford killed uh arnold mildly interesting that's all i'll say to that uh what else did you have here um asking about charlotte hale who's a host don't go down i just had to caveat that yes i know you can supposition all you want to i just have because it really did get out of control in the fandom so i I just don't want you to be because it will ruin your experience if you just start looking at everybody like you're a host (laughs) and i've had people do that and i'm like man you missed a lot of what was going on because you were trying to figure out people were hosts um and then did bernard kill elsie question mark question mark i will say he was in his office that's the last conversation he was going into his office and he told her or she was supposed to meet him there so that's the last conversation that bernard had with elsie that we saw on screen and then you also very accurately pointed out that teddy is an og arnold host so we've spotted several og arnold hosts because we only saw dolores right now we know there's Maeve. we know there's armistice now we know there's teddy we know there's lawrence's daughter and it i think that there's a correlation there if you're looking but i think you already said these are the ones that seem to have quote-unquote glitches but what are these glitches why are they having these glitches and i think that's where uh some of that analytical stage starts to put in and then you listen to all the shit that ford's talking about and then you get into what arnold was talking about and wanting to accomplish and you start to maybe make sense of what's happening but there's also a lot of other things happening which is why this show is so wonderful because it is a mystery box wrapped in an enigma that tells a story into itself but also has um more story to tell so what else can i say (laughs) for your feedback that i had written down in my notes uh is wyatt arnold mildly interesting and then everyone coming out from the forest at the end uh that was wyatt's army because they did say or i think it was man in black that said yeah it's part of ford's new narrative he's gotten people like all of his army out there to herald his arrival right they're just waiting for wyatt to appear but the army is already done and we heard from hale this episode that his narrative is just about complete so what does that mean mildly interesting (laughs) you're like bitch and yes Teresa did plant that uh satellite yes she did she got nothing but karma is what she got she decided to jump into things that she probably should have just went on vacation and left alone she chose to be the pawn in the game between Ford and the board he I think he really did out of courtesy and because he did because she was with Bernard kind of warn her in a way that he may not have warned anyone else like i'm being kind to you i'm making it clear i know everything down to your memory as a child 
So whatever you think that you're doing, you're not unsupervised. He literally put all his cards on the table and she did not take the hit. So when she died, he can easily say, well, I did warn you. <laughs> uh, I think that's where I'm going to leave it because it's we're going on to some dangerous territory. I think you guys are going to love next week's episode. Like, I, I can't wait to see your reaction to these next two because... <laughs> um they're gonna blow your mind they just are uh when you get a little bit more info man it just it 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 opens up so much more so the fact that mimi can't even see where this show is gonna go is making me all excited because i do and i can't wait to vicariously live through you guys experiencing it so if you want to send feedback on the next episode blackgirlcouch at gmail.com you can leave leave a comment below on this podcast as well my social media will be there. Remember to like, share, subscribe. If you have time, run over to iTunes, rate the podcast, leave a review. Until next time, peace, hair grease, like our magic. <laughs>